0: This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the Mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, Our Lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at The Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Cars Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast, episode 258. Appreciate you guys rocking with us every single week, nearly three years straight, uh, dropping new content every Friday, and got to thank, at the top, you heard about Bayou Showdown, it's going down in Slidell, Louisiana the weekend before Thanksgiving. We're really looking forward to this one. Biggity Mike the Mayor is going to be gallivanting on out there. That's the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st in Slidell, Louisiana. Also want to thank the big homie Corey and team at Mini Truck Showdown for coming on board. We've got a lot more that we're going to share, but we just want for you to know it's going down in Vegas. June 3rd, 4th, and 5th, next year, 2022. Uh, it's it's going to be killer. You can follow Mini Truck Showdown on Facebook and Instagram. And oh, by the way, don't forget they also have the Kern County Showdown. You can type in Kern County on Facebook and Instagram. You'll see that show is uh, actually going to be in February, February 4th through the 6th. That's out, of course, in Kern County uh, Fairgrounds in Killicali. Bakersfield, California. So, with that being said, Miggity Mike, the mayor, he's not doing audio right now. And we might have to give him a tick mark in his binder because he's getting ready to ship out all of the DNA merch, as we call it, mini trucking. It's in our DNA. Now, I say Miggity Mike, it's really Mrs. Mayor Shannon pulling the puppet strings over there Uh, She has this down to a science, and uh, we're so thankful that uh, they are able to handle that piece of it. Some has already shipped out as of the time of me recording this, and the majority of it will ship out uh, basically by the time you hear this if you're a day one listener on Friday. Now, there is just a few pieces of garments left. You can go to ourlifestylepodcast.com. Of course, on the left drop down, the yellow drop down. Select DNA, and that will show you everything, including some of the uh, stickers. We have uh, basically uh, several different stickers available, and uh, we're, we're excited for this one. One of our biggest pre-sales ever, so thank you guys so much. But with that being said, uh, Biggie Mike, uh, I will try to link up with him for a minute to try to get the trivia question in. We know he's probably not going to get it. So I did text him to say, "Yo, I know you're uh, shipping out with Mrs. Mayer, but let me know if you got a few minutes. I got a great trivia question for you. So we'll see. You just never know." Now, on this episode, we're keeping um, we're keeping with our goal of having more females on, and we have the return of Kimberly Miller, rep in Acrophobia. She comes back on now. Many of you. May recall that DJ Mays, he interviewed her earlier this year at their show Altered Metal. So, uh, so much we we talk about, so much, including her awesome F100 truck. She was on F100 Talk prior, which I thought was awesome, and she's just an awesome female out there representing. And we just had to get her on OLP. So thank you so much, Kimberly. Again, repping Acrophobia. Shout out to all the Acro members worldwide. Now the overview of this episode brought to you by Graphics Mafia. They were out at SlamFest 30 slinging merch like no like no tomorrow. And when I say merch, I'm talking about custom stickers, vinyl, you name it. Go to Graphics Mafia that's g r a p h i x mafia.com. They're on TikTok, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. They can take care of you whether you want some nice signs to designate, "Hey, this is my club's parking at a show." Maybe you want uh, something with your TikTok handle or whatnot. Hit up Buddy and Ryan at Graphics Mafia. Now, last episode recap, I got to thank the big homie Brian Good from Grinder TV for coming on. I know Brian told me he had gotten a lot of messages. They love to hear the background, kind of some of the history of Forbidden Fantasy. If you get a chance and you don't know what FFF stands for, we know Forbidden Fantasy Right, We know those two letters, but I didn't dive into the whole, what does the other letter stand for? You should message Brian and ask him. Say, yo, I heard ODB saying, you're going to give us the Iggy, but he told us to DM you because it goes down in the DM. But I got to thank Brian for coming on. So big ups to the homie. Uh, Remember, you can go to his website. I did purchase a couple of mags from him. Uh, Believe it or not, if you go to Grinder dash tv.com you can go and kind of dig through the shopping section there and um he does he did have a few magazines left which i thought was pretty cool and i think the other day i had just googled grinder tv magazines or when you go there go to shop magazines and then you'll see the truck smut right there he's got two issues available of grinder Mag, and uh get those before they're gone especially if you want to add them to your collection right so good stuff Last episode recap brought to you by Lone Star Throwdown. And here is some breaking news for you. Lone Star Throwdown, also known as LST. This is the 11th annual event coming up next year in Conroe, Texas. Is you get ready for this. Drum roll. Anyone that's a National Lampoon Christmas vacation will get that one. But that that drum roll is to announce that Lone Star Throwdown is officially sold out. And I'd have to look back in the record books. Typically, I remember they sell out sometime in November, even sometimes into December. But as this show continues to grow by leaps and bounds in terms of the uh, momentum that it has coming off the 10th annual, basically LST 2022 is closed down. Uh, If you go to LoneStarThrowdown.com, you'll see Give or take, by the time you're hearing this, about 130 days or so till the show. And if you tap on register now, you're going to see that it says sold out, out of stock. So 2,000 plus vehicles will be there. Tons of vendors, tons of food uh, vendors as well. And uh, just an amazing truck show, truck event. Uh, Would highly encourage if you get a chance to book those tickets now. It's going down next year. And, of course, it's the 25th through the 27th of February. And uh, I always remember it because it's kind of at the last weekend of February. So uh, we'll be out there, of course. We're super looking forward to it. Great kinfolk. Big ups to Lone Star Throwdown. Check that hashtag, LST2022. It's going to start heating up here very, very soon. Now, the new segment with Mike for the trivia. We're going to have to wait and see, man. I mean, dude. If I were to text him right now and say, "Yo, man, I got a question. Like, how do I do this? This what's it called? Fantasy, Final Fantasy, football or something? How do I do this?" I mean, he would text me right back. I know Mike's out; he's on the mail route right now, going this son of a. But I text him and said, "Yo, you got a couple minutes? I mean, we got a trivia. I think he's ducking us. Let's be honest, because he thinks the rule book says if he doesn't answer it, that." it's uh you know th- th- no points are deducted you know like some of those people thought like if you got a ticket and like let's say the ticket was like 130 bucks but you only wrote the check for like a hundred and you know 2988 and then they send you a refund check and then you don't cash it like the points don't you know we've all heard those kind of crazy deals Mike I think has strung together some sort of Iggy. To, to think that he can get out of these trivia questions. And, you know, we're here to let him know that, I mean, you can't get out of them. You know, if you don't answer them, I mean, that's a tick mark taken away. So we'd have to ask him a couple extra next week. So we'll see. But I do want to thank All Time Low Magazine. You can visit ATLMagazine.com. You can subscribe. Of course, right now they only have one magazine available, and that is Issue 28. It has Sketchy uh, and Fam. Uh, out there in texas they're of course plastered on that cover it looks awesome and uh the back cover of course has some connections to florida and elsewhere but uh man what an awesome issue big ups rich and bath they also have t-shirts available banners and other merchandise visit atlmagazine.com that stands for all time low magazine all right we're gonna roll into the scene updates and um the first thing I want to start with is Slamfest 3-0. So uh, this was my 25th straight event, and uh, it felt good. I have had a lot going on, and basically, you know, I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to make it out. Um, you know, Mom hadn't been feeling well. She actually got admitted to the hospital, Mom Dukes, on that um, basically Friday and Saturday. Uh, so... You know, basically was dealing with that. Um, it's the anniversary of my dad's passing, and you know, there's there's a lot on my mind, and of course, my son's birthday is on the 20th. So all of this stuff kind of you know comes together, and you know, obviously with my mom not feeling good this year, and kind of some other things going on, just wasn't sure you know it was in the cards, and you know, I had talked to Vic, and Vic said, hey, come on out, just even for a few minutes, man. Let's keep the streak going. I know Tony Vickers, big ups to the. The homie from Bare Knuckle Customs, you know, these guys said, "Hey, listen, man. You know, we know you're you're big on these numbers and these streaks. Like, you know, they were talking about, man, if we could just get you to pull off the interstate and, and get one foot in, then 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 you know, you get the streak going. I was like, man, I don't want to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't trying to like side skirt the rules like Mike is, you know, ducking the questions. But you know, in all seriousness, it was good to come out there. A uh, great turnout, of course. You know, those guys did a lot." You know, I'll tell you this. I mean, for five months, you know, we really pushed as hard as we could, and I mean that with all due respect. Because the bottom line is, when any event, okay, like like a Sparks show, the Spark show, when these events do these pre registrations, you know, it's front loading a lot of that, um, you know, that that money to to help uh, pay for different things of an event, right? I mean, let's let's be honest, that's what it's about, and it really helps. A big show, a small show, a brand new show, right? I mean, that's a huge thing. And when you can pre register for an event and you save 10, 15, 20 bucks, well, that's 10 or 15 or 20 bucks that you can either buy beer, right? You guys are many truckers, many of you. You can uh, buy a show shirt, that's 20 bucks, and it's kind of getting like a free deal there. So there's tons of benefits to pre registering. in this past weekend, My understanding is they had to turn people away, right? So they had concerts that were going on, which maybe, you know, I don't know the official ruling, you know, possibly I've heard they kind of had a little bit less limit or a little bit less space, a little bit limited, if you will. But at the end of the day, if you were pre-registered, I mean, you were patched in, right? So that's the key thing. Uh, We just talked about Lone Star Throwdown. The key thing is there, right? You only have that opportunity to pre-register. Uh, we will talk a little bit about that with Mini Truck Nats in a few minutes. So with a lot of these events, I know, man, you're getting pulled each way. You got pre-sales of shirts. You got events and this and that. But my suggestion is plan ahead, right? So know the shows you want to go to next year. Pre-reg if you can. You're going to save the money. And many of you are going to buy a show shirt, that's going to end up equating to a free show shirt. Now, uh, Ed Eister. Uh, we're going to talk to him probably next week. Uh, he and his son, uh, they both got the Mazda out there. Uh, I understand there were kind of a group effort of the Lost Profits, Madu, one of the homies, and so many others that came together to help him, uh, even with the truck, at the damn event. So I thought that was pretty cool at Eister. And then he was able to recreate a photo from 20 years ago at uh, the show in 2001. So, Pretty cool stuff. We'll talk to him probably next week and uh, get that audio on OLP. Uh, one thing that I definitely enjoyed with all the stuff I had going on, and with Mike at Greg Miller's daughter at, at her wedding. So Lauren, uh, you know, congratulations on the wedding. You know, Mike was over there. I know others went to the wedding, and um, you know, it had to be just bittersweet there. But with all of that, I mean, logistically, I couldn't get the stuff from Mike and um, that was a great opportunity for me because, you know, being involved in the scene, I don't really talk about this a lot, but, you know, going to events and doing the OLP thing, I love doing it, right? Because we get so many people to come by, uh, you know, sometimes we'll have old photos on display at the shows, you know, the, with the photo albums and just the conversations that we have with people is is the most important thing, but not having a booth didn't have me anchored to that one spot the entire time. So I was able to hang out with Severed Ties. The Lincoln crew, I call them, you know, were the Lincoln addicts. So, you know, got a chance to do all that stuff, including, again, hanging out in the Severed Camp, which, you know, was uh, breath of fresh air. I did stop by and see the big homie at Winter Fab. Um, I would, uh, you know, highly suggest, if you like some of these cool metal signs he's doing, uh, check them out. I actually bought a couple of the mini trucking signs He's winter of fab on Instagram and uh, you know he took some some arguably some cool photos as well uh, far from losing and uh, other badass mini trucks that were out there they had the Mithu in the booth which I thought looked awesome of course he uh, snapped some low riders as well and uh, even a picture of my son and I rolling in in the 65 Lincoln so a uh, big ups to the homie and uh, check them out, Winter Fab on Instagram. Also got a chance to see uh, Driven. You know, man, uh, Harvey. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, there were some other vendors there, and also went out to dinner. I think on forget if it was Thursday. Uh, Jamil came into town, so Jamil, uh, Riggedy Ron, Billy Bob uh, came in as well, and then Chuck Dog. Uh, he was rolling in the clan, and then Matt Weathers. Uh, so. Basically, from the Pacific Northwest, you had Riggity Ron drove in. You had Billy Bob; he's in Idaho. You had Matt Weathers, and then you know Chuck Dog from down south. So, kind of the crew that was rolling together. And uh, you know, we went out to eat. I think again Thursday maybe we got a burger or something, and uh, just a great weekend overall. On Saturday night, we went over to Roosters. That's with Roosters with a Z. Uh, that is a big uh, hot rod shop over in the Clearwater area. And, um, it's probably my maybe third or fourth time going over there, man, what a crazy turnout. Of course, the weather was beautiful and that allowed for, man, people to start probably rolling in there about five. I got there after that. I actually had to run to the hospital and help mom Dukes with something, uh, bringing her some stuff. And by the time I got there, I shouldn't have drove through the sea of people could not believe how many people were there, and, uh, man, I was a little freaked out driving the Lincoln, man, there's just people everywhere, trucks driving by, trying to get over to the burnout contest, but uh, bottom line is I had a great weekend, and, um, yeah, so, you know, there you go. I'm sure I'm forgetting some of the stories, Uh, you know, slapped hands with a lot of good people, Uh, didn't get a chance to stay too late on Saturday, went back Sunday for a couple hours, had some other things that, uh, again, with Mom Dukes and stuff that I was working through, but, At the end of the day, uh, a good weekend. Um, Kind of just, you know, miscellaneous updates. Uh, I mentioned Mini Nats. All right. Southeast Mini Nats, I think on the last episode, I put it towards the end, right? Because I had that episode kind of wrapped up. But we know that Mini Truck and Nats is, of course, every April. The 28th annual event's coming up next year, and it's April 22nd through the 24th in Baggy Valley, North Carolina. They did something a little bit different on their Instagram in um, their Facebook pages. They p- basically posted how they were going to do it where you had to submit uh, photos and kind of a, pr- I guess, a pre-registration to a certain extent so they could kind of look through to make sure, hey, what are you looking to bring in? And the last update that I had received is there were um, they were basically going to start sending out emails and you're going to have a certain amount of time. Uh, to go in and snatch your ticket, right, and register. So this was a post on Instagram from Mini Trucking Nats. Here is some info on the ticket submission. We will leave the form up until November 1st. Then it will be taken down. We have started on the 1,000-plus submissions. So some of you will start receiving emails this week. When you receive your email and the link to pay, you will have five days from the time it is sent to pay For the spot where it will be voided. Once we have gotten all the spots filled. The others will be kept on a list. In the order we place them. uh, In case anyone decides they aren't going to make it. You'll receive an email either way. Tickets are non-transferable. So that's an important piece right. Minitruckandnats.com And um, website super simple. Event information out there. Now... My understanding what I would suggest that you do is I would uh, be conscious of whatever email address you put in there because uh, you know some of you might have a spam folder you know this and that. whatever email address you use I would I would be looking for something right and that's important because you know we don't want to see people complaining like oh, I, you know I got the email one of on my spam folder listen we all know how email can be okay uh, as far as spam and all that crap. So just be on the lookout, and uh, maybe we can get Jay Bell or a spokesperson from Mini Nats on soon to talk about, uh, especially since you got a couple weeks for that for that that end date, so to speak. So Mini Nats, more to come. Now the other thing that I wanted to mention in terms of shows is the Spark Show, one of our favorite shows every August in Sevierville. What was cool is we had Adam Tripp on recently talking about the HDWW. Also known as Hamburg Weekend, where that transfer of power, so to speak, with those guys helping out being the East Coast reps, right? Adam talked a little bit about the Spark Show. That's in Sevierville, Tennessee. That is August 12th through the 14th next year, okay? What he didn't have available at that time was the new artwork, Graphic Disorder Killed It. A couple days ago, the Spark Show on Instagram, they shared that artwork and they said introducing the 2022 art from Graphic Disorder featuring Gary Baker's full size Cinderella. That thing is so sick. And um, it's a pr- perfect example of how a late model truck can just look awesome and fit in perfectly in this truck scene that we all love. So, uh, tip of the cap to Adam, to Dizzy, to the whole team over at the Spark Show, and big ups to Graphic uh, Disorder for that amazing artwork. Another miscellaneous update, wanted to kind of mention, I think HDWW, Hammered Weekend, where I think their new drops are going to be, if my calculation is correct, around November 1st, so a couple more weeks and be looking. And then a month later on December 1st, I think is when We're going to call it open enrollment, right? So, Hamburg Weekend Wear open enrollment. You will be able to lock in for the 2022 subscription. It's the only brand out there that I know that does a subscription based deal. You could save a ton of money, and every shirt will automatically be sent to you in 2022. You can even pick the color that you want. And of course, you get to pick the size. So, Much more coming on that, but uh, be on the lookout for our friends and family over at HDWW. Speaking of HDWW, I believe uh, Josh Ellis might have found uh, an awesome girlfriend for Hank. Don't know how it's going to work out. You know, it could be love at first sight. We'll have to see. All right, from a digital perspective, I did want to give another shout out, man. I just love this dude's videos out on YouTube. Uh, Johnny Garage Johnson. Uh, if you haven't followed his channel uh please go out to youtube and type in hardcore garage uh man again I just love this dude uh his his enthusiasm uh that he has and um it it's pretty awesome to see you know all the cool stuff that he's working on I think the last video i watched was a a 93 Gmc typhoon and um he was working on the Turbocharged 4.3 so big ups to the homie And then also from a digital standpoint, StreetTrucksMag.com. I recently talked about how there's a plethora of updates. I mean, literally every single day, and I mean that, they are adding new content. And we're on the front page of StreetTrucksMag.com. You have the podcast spotlight that they're going to start doing. And uh, thank you so much to the team over there. They spotlighted us at Our Lifestyle Podcast. And there's a written interview out there published on October 13th. By Adam Johnson. And boy, did I have a fun time throwing this out. And of course, you know, I had to throw some jabs in to Miggity Mike the Mayor. But you got to check it out. It's free. Just go out there. It'll probably take you five minutes or less to read it. And uh, man, thank you so much to Street Trucks. They even got a picture of Project Banana Hammock out there from ebor City. So check it out. From a print standpoint, uh, the new... November 2021 I got my new issue and boy was it fire and I can literally say this the cover says blazing this was uh the k5 that was shot when I was out at c10 intervention I was there I've got some killer behind the scenes photos that I'll be sharing and uh big ups to Kevin for uh this cover now I hinted last week and I didn't do it in the airhead nation group I'm going to do it this week I want to know if anybody knows what truck this was so this is The third cover that I know of for this truck, the second on Street Trucks. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Slamboree's in here as well. Uh, Some killer features, including an awesome 88 to 98. Uh, Please, if you get an opportunity, streettrucksmag.com. Scroll to the bottom. Subscribe and and or pick it up on your local newsstands. So uh, a couple more things uh, that I saved on Facebook. Uh, Joel Cruikshank wanted to mention his truck looked amazing and I saw uh, Mike Ayers had posted about um, why he was in Tampa. Unbeknownst to just about everyone, including his uh, his camper folks or kinfolk, uh, they had been planning two upgrades for his super clean Yoda wheels and paint. Uh, let's call it a refresh. And, uh, man, it looked amazing. So tip of the cap, brother. Loved the truck before. Love it even more now. Uh, Sean Rose says, looks like an army of bead rollers all the kids received their Rose Metalworks shirts today. Uh, thank you, Jason and John, for making this happen. And um, just awesome stuff. I mean, Maggie Halliwell, she commented, awesome exclamation point. So uh, Sandy Best Magotti, right? She's in there saying, you know, awesome. So uh, amazing stuff. And uh, just love what uh, he continues to do out there, uh, so, you know, really forging a, a great path in the scene. Uh, one challenge was Bill. And uh, Bill, in the aftermath, he was in the rig that was painted by Feltham Fab. Uh, amazing interior on this truck. We saw it at Sparks in the Park, which is the show that's every April in Florida. And uh, we saw it also at Orange Beach Invasion, of course, which is one of our favorite shows. And uh, this truck is amazing, but unfortunately, it did have an accident. Now, the good news is, although in the photo it looked pretty bad where the bed was crushed, of course, with those fiberglass sides on it. The truck was able to be driven home, the frame was not damaged, and of course, knowing the big homie, he commented on our post. He said, Hey, you know, it's gonna get rebuilt. It's gonna be crazier than ever. So tip of the cap, it don't stop. Bill, we're just glad you guys are okay. Now, Joey and uh Tom came all the way from Arizona this past weekend and um I got a chance to link up with both of them. You know, Joey's got the uh, Tacoma that Eric Coleman painted. We've seen it at Scraping the Coast. Tom uh, basically purchased Far from Losing, and I had posted about the truck. It won, I think, Best of Show, which I think is just amazing. Eighty-five Toyota won Best of Show for sure. I'm looking at it here. Joey's uh, Tacoma won Best Paint and a Top One Hundred Award. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. I tell you what, Far from Losing. I've heard about this truck, we've seen it on the cover, Uh, repped subculture I think back in the day, and it's awesome to see the truck in person, nice little display, not overdone, but the truck was up in the air, which I think is super important, got to see the graphics under the cab, the amazing paint on the interior all the way uh, to the hood, and then just so much more uh, in the engine bay, where the engine typically is. I believe this is one of two trucks that was on the cover that had the rear-engine truck. The other one was from Florida, of course, the Isuzu. So uh, big ups to the fam. And uh, we got to get him and Joey on to talk about kind of owning some of these epic, iconic trucks that are still uh, just killing it. Uh, The other thing I thought was cool was I was right there when Dave Shulman had all the ladies in Crew Cut. And uh, the post from Brooke Bailey Hoover says, well... This made my entire weekend. Thank you, Dave Shulman. And you had uh, all the ladies uh, in the famed crew cut. So Mini Trucker Association, female Mini Trucker Association, rather. And uh, just a lot of awesome ladies doing the damn thing. So Slamfest gave out a bunch of Icon Awards. Uh, I did see Billy got one, so congrats. And then Jimmy Graham and others as well. But those were a couple that I had saved, and uh, congratulations to them. Uh, One Severed update, our homie, Scott Hansall, he got patched into Severed, Florida. Been a long road for him. He's hustled hard and uh, just love his uh, pickup. Looked damn good. Congratulations. I did see that Freak Shannon, so I got a chance to link up with the big homie there, Freak Master. He posted uh, Freak Master Shannon on Instagram, SEMA kickoff party, Mini Truck Hall of Fame awards, Freaks of Nature car show, art circus hosted by Mickey Harris. Featuring Airbrush and Pinstripe artists. So basically they're doing the 2020 and the 2021 Mini Truck Hall of Fame inductions. Uh, Hopefully next week I'll get a chance to link up with Bob Hayes and then we'll have that audio uh, talking about the upcoming event for this year. That's going to be in Vegas and that's the Monday of SEMA week which pretty much kicks off SEMA and of course Freaks, they handle that uh, well every year. Uh, The last two things I saved, uh, one was uh, Mammoth, Wolf Van Halen. Uh, He had posted and said, people have been asking us why our friend and guitarist uh, didn't perform with us today at the Aftershock Festival. We were waiting until Frank was able to give his blessing for us to forward his message. And uh, they were involved in a serious car accident en route to LA, resulting in a fracture, uh, a vertebrae, and other broken bones. So... Uh, I know that one's rolling really out a scene update, but I did want to uh, share that one because I had saved it. All right, so the scene updates brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. Okay, here's the crazy thing when you go to GarageGearClothing.com, the shipping is free in the United States. I think it's awesome. Very free on US of A orders, but you got to go to GarageGearClothing.com. They've got the new Apache shirt which i love the amazing artwork they've got super soft shirts available as well they also have the 80s garage girl tees available and so much more garagegearclothing.com let them know in the notes of the order that our lifestyle podcast also known as olp sent you all right so the key show updates again i want to remind everyone please if you can come out to mini truck showdown next year it's the first weekend in june go into your phone right now after you listen to the podcast and ask Siri or Google Assistant to remind you to book your tickets in a month or two or 3 months whenever for Vegas. Now I can tell you this, flying into Vegas is pretty affordable. You can pretty get you can get some pretty affordable rates as well. We're going to be talking a lot more about mini truck showdown and we would ask that you come on out and you party with us. I've requested the time off. I'm going to take probably Friday, Monday, right? Make it a long weekend and uh, do the damn thing. So we're looking forward to it. Mini truck showdown. So we have SEMA the first week in November. Many of you guys know that. Laying at the lake is November 12th through the 14th. Biggity Bayou showdown is the 19th through the 21st of November. okay. Now, another show that I forgot to talk about last week, and I guess we could call it a show. It's called the Toy Drop Auto Show. All right? This is going down in Orlando, Florida, December 4th. Okay, The Toy Drop Auto Show is a toy drive event to benefit Kids Cancer Foundation being held at Deezerland Park, Orlando, Florida. Uh, if you want to know more about Deezerland, you can go on YouTube and type in Adam the Woo Deezerland, okay? He went there. I think uh, Dave Shulman went there recently. But the Toy Drop Auto Show, uh, this event is going to help, obviously, benefit uh, the Kids Cancer Foundation, which I think is amazing. So we're going to be out there. Uh, we're going to sponsor the kind of, the um, I think, part of the after party. we got to get with Tank and Goat and kind of talk through it a little bit more, but Um, It's going to be an awesome time, and uh, I would ask if you come out, beautiful weather in Florida, literally it's the first weekend in December. I know it's close to the holidays, but I tell you what, us Floridians, we love to put on a hoodie or a pullover, zip up, whatever you want to call those damn things, and get outside around this time of year because we don't have that, uh, that dip in the weather too often. So hopefully it'll be a beautiful weekend, and we would ask that you come out. Toy Drive Auto Show. Now, even though Mike hasn't texted me back, I mean, I don't know where this guy's at, okay? I know where he's at. He's shipping stuff, okay? But Eastbound Get Down Show, okay? This show is a first annual, and it's going down January 21st through the 23rd in Destination Daytona Complex. That's technically Ormond Beach, Florida. So you can go on Instagram and follow him. Pre-registration, I think, is open right now. You could tap the link in the bio. The website looks amazing, and uh, get out there, man! Is there's there's a huge movement of people that are pre-registering for this show. I think you know a lot of people are going to be coming from out of state, so I think it's going to be amazing. Okay, from there, I'm just trying to go based upon memory. I talked about Lone Star Throwdown. You guys know about that one, and then I do want to mention Relaxin on the ranch, which is going to be this uh, 2022. It's going to be March 5th, okay? Relaxing on the ranch, March 5th, Saturday, March 5th, and that's at the Westgate Ranch in South Florida. Uh, I passed it earlier this year going the Trucks and Cheeseburgers, and I'm looking forward to coming back out to this one. I think they're going to have DJ ODB on the ones and twos, which I would love to do, and uh, I'm looking to stay the evening for the festivities I know Biggity Mike, the mayor, and Shannon. They got the big old camper, and uh, I know the Decorvers. They were in some sort of a camper in the back of the dually last year, and could have swore that thing was fixed with hydraulics, but it could have been wrong. But I thought David was, uh, you know, basically keeping the party rocking. Don't really know what that means, but I saw that thing hitting three wheel. So the Decorvers be 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 careful well, when you see them down there. They'll be having a good time. And then just to digress a moment, Kern County Showdown, that's the other event underneath um, Corey's umbrella with his team, and that's February 4th through the 6th. That's going to be in Bakersfield, California. So Killacallie, get ready. Although they had moved Mini Truck Showdown from Bakersfield to Vegas, just know that they're not uh, walking away from Bakersfield We want this event to be amazing. And February 4th through the 6th, it should be great weather out there in Bakersfield, California. And then lastly, our family at Orange Beach Invasion. Can't thank them enough for all the support. Uh, Orange Beach Invasion show is the official Instagram. There is also an Orange Beach Invasion, I think, that Robbie helps with. So you've got two Instagram handles. Uh, This event is going to be mid-March next year. It's, of course, at The Wharf. And... uh, you know, obviously, there's going to be a little bit of a change, I think, in the pre-registration process. We talked about earlier how uh, Lauren has been working all of the main VIP spots down the main drag. You can get with Lauren Miller, of course, if you have questions on that. But just know that we're going to be out there. It's one of our favorite shows. Orange Beach Invasion. Come on down to the south, OBI, in mid-March. More to come. All right, the Key Show updates brought to you by our family at the West Coast Influence. You can go to minitruckfilm.com and purchase that Blu-ray or DVD. Let them know that our Lifestyle Podcast sent you. All right, the podcast updates. This one's kind of, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, okay? The merch, as I mentioned, is shipping. So, mini trucking it's in our DNA. Our new slogan message I came up with. And uh, thank you so much to Graphic Disorder for killing it, knocking it out of the park with the amazing artwork and the slogan. Uh, any remaining merch is available at our Lifestylepodcast.com. There's only a few zip ups and hoodies remaining. Good selection of shirts, I would say. Tons of stickers. There are some banners. Uh, just know that this stuff is going to go quick. Uh, a lot of it, I cannot believe how much we've moved already. So, our lifestylepodcast.com. Now, the podcast updates are always brought to you by our family at Get Decked. We would highly suggest on Instagram you go to uh, search Get Decked and then also on Facebook. Okay, Joey Dilworth can get you taken care of. Holiday season's coming. If you want to put your significant other's ride on a skate deck, he will do a one-off deck for you. If you're a show promoter and you want to up your game next year and maybe throw your artwork on decks for merch or spin it this way and do some top 10 awards, get with Joey at Get Decked. He's got great lead times right now. You can hit him up, again, Facebook and Instagram, Joey Dilworth, or search... Get decked. All right. Airhead Nation updates. All right. I just have a couple. uh, I think I have two, right? So I know I use that word couple all the time. And um, this one is Rich Waterbin. Today, on October 11th, marked their seventh anniversary. So Rich and Beth. In this short time, we have tackled more than he could ever imagine from cancer to losing family pets to getting a kiddo through college, adopting the kiddo, and also uh, building businesses. Congratulations to them, our family, at All Time Low Magazine. And then lastly, David McGaddy out there with Sean Rose and others that were tagged. Some of the best Sundays are spent doing mini trucking stuff with family. Got the new Courtney White Strange Hallowell banner from the mind of Dizzle, Brunch Dizzle, in the production of James Penwell at Naked Pin City up in the shop. So awesome stuff. And I think that was David McGaddy that had posted that so uh awesome stuff love the olp signs up in there i should have got me one of the spark show metal signs last year repping no regrets and uh keep doing the damn thing fam airhead nation updates brought to you by hammered weekend wear h-a-m-m-e-r-d weekendwear.com hank approves this message he said go out there and order some merch they're uh coasted on fumes Randy Quaid style from Christmas Vacation, dude. When Ron pulls into a show, man, they're literally sometimes just coasting, just barely sputtering into the show. If you go out there and buy some merch, it helps them pay for fuel. They've been gallivanting all around the state. The rig is sitting here at the compound, and what they didn't know is I've siphoned all the fuel out of it, so they're not going to have anything when they get back. They're going to have to prime the pump. So go to Hammered Weekend Wear. That's H-A-M-M-E-R-D. Weekendwear.com and help Hank and Ron prime that pump with some more fuel. (laughs) All right, and I think that's it. Thank you so much to our family at Colorado Custom Wheels. Uh, I always want to give them a shout-out because I love their products. I'm a big promoter of theirs. I've ran Colorado Custom Wheels on past vehicles, and I'll be running a set on my 64 Lincoln Continental. So love what Michael and team do. They're helping out some of the big homies right now. I've had other people hit me up and say, yo, I need their email address. Just know, best customer service in the industry, rearview mirrors, billet steering wheels, and of course, wheels. Get out there at coloradocustom.com. That's all I got this week. A little bit shorter, we're going to roll into audio with Kimberly Miller from Acrophobia, and altered metal show. Have a safe weekend. Stay on the rise, and just know we're going to get sideways in the next week. Got a great episode coming up. I've been working on it already. So do what you do. Have fun. Be positive. And keep the pedal stomped. ODB, we got you. Peace. Hey, hey, as I mentioned, we're so excited to have Kimberly Miller here, kind of on our quest to highlight more females, including so many awesome females that are in the scene, and uh, Kimberly, man, we've we've got a chance to link up a couple times at shows. Um, it's so awesome to welcome you back to the show. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we, we've spoken a few times before. I'm glad to be back and uh, chat with you t- today.
0: Yeah, no no doubt, and thanks to DJ Mays, one of our good friends. You know, he was down, we'll talk a little bit about alternate Metal, no doubt, I'm sure, but you know, when he was down yeah. there, he got a chance to link up with you guys, and you know, a lot of what he talked about was kind of like, hey, you know, you guys were at Altered Metal. And what I'd like to kind of do is highlight you as a person, especially as a female on the scene, and you're doing the damn thing. Um, so why don't you kind of just maybe give a little bit of background, like about yourself, you know, who's Kimberly Miller?
1: Yeah, so um, I have the 1980 F100, two-tone, bags and bodied. I, I got in the scene from a, a pretty young age. Um, I had a and an uncle that were in the mini chucks in late 80s, early 90s. And I remember going to shows with them. And then from there, I kind of, you know, went through my teen years. And my, my friends in high school were doing the mini trucking show. So I kind of got back into it then. I was raised around, you know, racing and pain and body. So that was always still a part of my day-to-day living. Um, I, I really I started attending shows again towards late high school, college years, and I just, I haven't left it. <laughs> I that's haven't cool. left it. I'm still in it, so.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so, like, whereabouts did you grow up? Because it seems like when I met you a few years back, rest in peace, for our friend Greg Miller, you know, we were at Sicknick, I think it was, and, um, you know, it seemed like, is that kind of the area that you grew up in?
1: Um, No, other side of the Mississippi. I'm around Breaux Bridge, Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana, more of, like, the center part of okay. um, yeah a, lo- a long i-10 that everybody does not like traveling for right, sure
0: <laughs> right the i-10 corridor because i mean there's something about potholes or something right
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right right now it's a long stretch of uh construction so it's a tight squeeze um yes. you know but yeah. uh it's almost done so we'll we'll be good
0: <laughs> yeah no that's cool so kind of the era. i mean you seem young but the area that you kind of grew up in you know obviously you, you talked about some of the friends being mini truckers and stuff. Um, You know, what were some of the things that you were into? I mean, a lot of times, like, you know, we'll talk about BMX bikes and skateboarding and that type of stuff. But when you were kind of coming up, what was the thing besides cars, anything that you were really into?
1: No, not really. Like I mentioned, I was really into the pain and body, learning pain and body around the guys that I grew up that were into racing. So mm-hmm. Friday nights, I was back, you know, going to the truck shows, man, I think, I told someone the other day, uh, Scraping the Coast was one of my first big shows, and I would be lying if I tried to tell you, but um, <laughs> Doni had her Eclipse at the time, and I was like, man, chicks do this. I can do this. Yes. You know. <laughs> then she had her truck, and um, from there, it just kind of snowballed, and I got my own truck, and... That went super fast. I didn't have that truck, but maybe two weeks because my grandfather, the the story with my grandfather and how I came to have the F-100 and, you know, I sold my first truck that I had bought. It had a brand new motor and it maybe a thousand miles on it. And, um, I, I sold it immediately because I was given the F-100 and we've, we've been building the F-100 probably 13 years I've been building that F-100. So yeah, that, that, that was just my first one and finally finished
0: it hell yeah that's pretty freaking awesome yeah and and obviously like you said was scraping you know that was like the huge show around there but there's a rich culture of a lot of mini truckers from that area Uh, i had only went to there was a show back in the day lake charles louisiana was called the lakefront tour and we went one year because we always try to pick different shows but i mean remember i mean there was a lot of stuff around that whole area i mean even in northern mississippi a lot of the guys would come down as well and i mean that was just a probably a cool place to grow up around that area
1: lakefront tour was definitely a good show um it always fell the weekend before my finals so Ah. sunday i would go studying for finals (laughs) yeah
0: yeah oh yeah i know between that and then you know obviously you know mississippi it seemed like forever for us we would drive up to Showfest, and that was like forever in a day but you know there was a lot of different shows around there and i think even um the, with the show last weekend, the Hot Rod Show. I, I keep wanting to say scraping the coast, but it's um it was the coast show that everybody was cruising to.
1: Oh, cruising the coast. Cruising
0: the coast. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Cruising so coast, you know, yeah.
0: obviously, there's you know that rich history of that show. I mean, apparently, people come from far and wide for that one.
1: Right, and um, in fact, the the showgrounds where I have altered metal of. Uh, that was Gator Drag and I mean oh, we have yeah. Lash over in Jennings too. Um they're they're getting ready to celebrate their fourteenth year uh in two weekends. Uh so that one's a really big show if you haven't made that one. Yeah. That's a show you don't miss.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. That's pretty awesome. Now you mentioned the F one hundred. I do want to talk about that because what was cool is, you know, our good friends David and Kim to Corver, we just saw them last weekend. But as you know, uh, you know you know them well. They obviously throw their, sh- their show every April yeah. typically, and that's uh, Sparks in the Park. So when I had went up there this year, it was Easter weekend, and got a chance to see your truck. Uh, man, it, it looks so awesome. Um, I don't want to give it away, right? So you talked a lot about it on F one hundred, you know, F one hundred talk, which I love that podcast. But why don't you give the listeners just a little bit of background about it and and some of the key things that are done to it, Kim?
1: Um, yeah so it's a 1980 f100 um, it was my grandfather's truck like I said he gave it to me when he realized I was getting into building a project truck it's taken a lot longer than that project ever intended to be it, it, it turned it, it turned out to be more than I ever imagined or, or dreamed of building the truck mm-hmm. but um, it still makes me speechless I think we're going on two almost two years now that it's done and still blows my mind. But um, it's bags and bodied. Um, it's been around a couple of shops here and there. It has it has a rough history to building it. Unfortunately, I, you know, that happens with yes. some of us. And, um, it eventually, came, you know, it's it had its time where it sat for months and months not being touched. And about four or five years ago, I really sat down and I, I was so close to selling the truck. I was just fed up. I was done with it. And um, my good friend, Gino, he said, "You, you know, you just, you have so much time into it. You can't, you can't do that. You have to finish it. So I, you know, did what I had to do. I did my research. I, I, I researched builders. I researched people around me that were always encouraging me and seeing what their talents were and who I wanted to like involve in getting this truck you know, to what I wanted it to be. And the ultimate goal was always just safe and reliable. I, I you know, I, it, it was never a dream. Um, I want to build something that's going to be in a magazine, you know, mm-hmm. but to me that, that's always, that's a perk. That's something that's earned with, with your building your dream. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, I never had a rendering done. I've, I've always just had this vision in my head. And I just, as, as each thing came about ready, the next step ready to do with the truck i just went to the next person and you know had long talks and this is what i want to do and is this possible and can you do it and and we got it done you know um many hands involved and um I, i i couldn't be more thankful for how it's turned out it's got the original 302 engine in it um that's been running like a champ so we're just gonna keep going with it. I hear a lot of people. Oh, you should LS it. Everybody's LSing the Fords. <laughs> I'm not gonna LS my Ford. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> Heck yeah, I know. I, I'm with you on that. It's funny because I'm a Lincoln guy, and like a lot of people put the LS motors in there. And you know, I, I mean, I think to each their own. But sometimes it's kind of just cool to be like, you know, okay, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do a Coyote or something, you know. But yeah. to me, having <laughs> the originality is is still you know is still very cool. And um, back on August 10th, you had posted on Instagram and said uh Stanley's second feature from Street Trucks July 2021 Never in My Wildest oh, yeah. Dreams you know I'm forever thankful to everyone involved now talk to us about the first feature cuz I know Angel shot it um for this one which was uh titled Stanley 2 uh where was it featured prior
1: So prior the year before it was in the F1 Street Trucks F100 Builders yes. Guide Yep So we'll shot that as well So it was it was definitely a surprise when street trucks featured it as well
0: um, oh yeah and and the feature it came out so good I mean angel she really you know doesn't get the credit that she deserves I mean really has a great eye for photography and I love that it was down kind of that gravel kind of looked like a gravel road almost right and it had that yeah. cool sunset in the background. Talk to us a little bit about you know um, you know scouting that location and how that went about.
1: Um, that one was actually shot for 4th of July, yeah, 4th of July 2020 mm-hmm. um, for Park and Rec. That was a first-year show, and um, we just, she had just finished shooting Stewart's Tahoe at that point, and I was kind of riding around, and we saw that, and uh, she said it was private property, and I said, well, nobody's around, so let's just <laughs> yeah. And she said, if you're down, I'm down, so I went, parked, and we shot it, and um, that that was a good little probably 15 20 minute drive from Lake Arthur um again that one was at Park and Rec in Lake Arthur and then Last Resort is in Jennings so not to confuse the locations of those shows they're they're v- very close to one another
0: yeah no doubt and um one of the things I'll do is want to give you know a huge shout out we don't often uh, get a chance to talk about every show as much as we want to but I know mm-hmm. Last Resort is typically it's going to be coming up here in about a week after everyone hears this. It'll be Last Resort Jennings, as you mentioned. I think like the 22nd oh, yeah. through the 24th. Uh, Ron, I think, is going to be there from Hammered. So I was able to just go to his website, Hammered Weekend Wear, and, and look at the uh, tour. So boom. So yeah, I mean, you're right. It's it's kind of spot on. One mm-hmm. thing that, you know, being in the truck scene a long time, that I always like look at unique things. And obviously, there's this big... Um, a hashtag that a lot of people use is the long bed mafia, right? And there's, you know, there's people that love the short beds. There's people that are, you know, love the long beds. It's kind of like in the Lincolns, you know, some of us love the original motor. Some of the guys want to swap them out, but um, talk to us a little bit about the truck being a long bed. I mean, to me, that looks cool on this truck.
1: Yeah. uh, I I, I think the hashtag uh, long bed queen got attached (laughs) to mine. It's just one that stuck. So the long, long wheelbase—that I mean—that's original to the truck. And when my grandparents, when my grandfather gave me the uh, truck, that was the one request by my grandmother was not to shorten it. And I was like, "No, I don't. I don't want to." Like, (laughs) in fact, whenever I took possession of that truck, I think Jamie Jordan had just finished bagging his F one hundred, and that was the only other. Really, the only other F100 out there at the time, and his was a long wheelbase, I believe, too.
0: Pretty cool. Uh,
1: so I, I was like, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm keeping that long wheelbase, and uh, you know, it looks great. And then you go to Washington, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a land yacht.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, dang, man, if I, I could have had this thing waxed already, if it wasn't for these extra, you know, inches over here. But um, the the thing too that I thought was interesting, right? So I think at uh, Sparks in the Park one of our favorite shows, you know, every April, this coming year is going to be April 2nd uh, that weekend. But of course it's up, um, it's up in uh, Niceville, Florida. When I saw you there this past year and I was looking at the truck doing some cool low angle shots of it, I thought to myself like, Hey, I was like, Hey Kim, what year is it again? And I was like, you're like, okay. And you give me, and I was like, wait a minute, it's an F100. I'd imagine how many people call it an F-150, right? So talk to us about the technicality there, if you can kind of explain that and why it's actually an F-100.
1: So the emissions is what makes the difference. I couldn't really tell you more than that than at the time, whenever the Fords were making the different emission levels, uh-huh. emission is what distinguished it from the F-100 to the F-150. Uh-huh. And all of the badges were just F one hundred custom. Yeah. I just didn't put the badges back on.
0: That's cool. Yeah. And and that and that's it. And and I think like, you know, I don't know these trucks inside and out. My uncle Ronnie had one. He had a short wheelbase, just like a F I guess it was an F-150. It was a probably a late I guess a late eighties. And I remember riding around and it was a it was a cool truck. But these trucks, arguably, they look, there's not, I mean, if you look back at the course of time, there haven't been a ton of them in our truck scene that are bagged and bodied. But when no. you see them laid out on big wheels or, I mean, really on any wheels, but when you see them like on a size wheel that you have, they just really swallow the wheel and they look just awesome.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: How, what's one of your favorite things about the truck?
1: I'd probably have to say the paint at this point, um, because I drove it around in primer for so long, uh. Trey over at finer paint and body works could not have made my vision come to life any, any, any better than what the truck is. I mean, I knew that the trim wasn't going to go back on all of the trim is airbrushed. It's so realistic. It blows my mind every time I look at it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably, probably biased to that part of it because I, that was part of my build that I actually have to be hands on it as well. Nice. So, um, you know, I, he he deserves all the credit it is his his artwork and his shop and but um that was fun getting getting to be able to be a part of my build somehow, some way. That was it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. And I mean to your point, seeing it in person, I was always a fan of the painted on moldings like that. There were a couple of trucks in Texas back in the day that did it and I just loved it. And um, you know, to me that that's a very cool aspect. I mean, I love how clean it is too, the interior and things like that. But really to me, how low it is, I think really seals the deal. Back in November of 2019, I remember you had posted on Instagram and you kind of showed the 10-year challenge. But this truck, you also brought it out to shows like when it was just a roller, I believe.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> each, if I could get it there, I was getting it there. Um, I, I, I did bring it out in 2019 as a roller, mainly because when I did get it back from the shop that did, put it on that chassis and body it, um, it hadn't, it hadn't been shown. I didn't have good pictures of it. Nobody really knew what, what it was, what I was driving around on. So when we tore it down for paint, um, it was a great opportunity. The, the chassis was painted. It was rolling around. It was a good opportunity to get it out there and just kind of, you know, here, here's what it looks like underneath before we put the body back on. So,
0: Yeah, definitely. And and it looks so good. And I would encourage people, um, follow Kimberly Miller. It's Kimbo K I M B O 3187 on Instagram. We'll talk more about altered metal here in a few minutes, but yeah, I think just, it's an awesome truck. And, um, you know, for those that haven't seen it in street trucks or the F 100 builders guy, definitely check it out. And again, when you first see it, you're going to be like, Oh, that's an F 150. But, you know, based upon the year and and like what she was saying, it is F 100. So I think that's pretty cool. I wanted to ask you, you know, talk to us a little bit about Acrophobia, right? So, uh, my understanding, right, you're a member of Acro. Um, how good does that feel to be a part of that awesome club?
1: It's it's a good feeling. I just get along with so many of them. Since I've met most of them, they, you know, they're just very welcoming. It's, it's, it's family to me. Mm-hmm. Again, that was one of those. Yeah. Um, the truck had been down for a little while and I decided to go to none other than last resort coming Mm -hmm. up and I went by myself and I went with, I had someone helped me get the truck out there the truck wasn't running. We parked it. And I literally, I went to that show by myself. I I hadn't really seen many people in a while. Like I said, the truck had been down for a little while as well. And um, I stumbled on an old friend and Stumbled upon the Acro Camp, and from there, man, that was, I want to say, that was probably 2013, and haven't left Acrophobia. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah,
0: it's a perfect club for just, you know, the, that that truck, right, the fear of heights, and I mean, that thing is just super slammed. And again, I mean, uh, I think some folks, I mean, again, I'm not a connoisseur of these trucks, but, you know, some folks tend to forget that, you know, even though we call the old body style chevys 88 to ninety eights typically but these fords are also known as obs trucks and they just look so awesome but yeah you know to your point you know with acrophobia there's you know they're they started in florida and they've grown to leaps and bounds you know been mini truck um you know magazines club of the year before and things like that in the past and it's just really a good group of kinfolk and you guys all love and ladies as well love to go to shows that's for sure oh
1: absolutely um every show there's it, We have our little camp set up, you know, surrounded by quality rides and you have your little, your little family. There's, um, you know, someone's cooking for the group or someone's bringing snacks for the whole group. We just, we just take, we take care of each other. That's Um, good
0: stuff. yeah. Yeah. I love hearing it before we move on because I do want to talk a little bit about your new project and obviously you know kind of you know moving into 2022 I'm sure you guys got some big things coming with your show but I wanted to kind of ask I was trying to think like what would someone else want to know maybe about the truck is there any like little tidbit or something about the truck that maybe most people don't know like you kind of hinted that it was passed down from you know your family which i think is great but uh maybe is there like a fun little story or anything that you can think of that you know what maybe not everyone knows that <laughs>
1: I don't think so. I mean, other than we, we didn't really have, we didn't have a deadline mm-hmm. once it was at paint, but the way the timeline fell with me throwing with Carrie and I throwing the first altered metal and that getting postponed um, due to COVID. And we, we took a look at how close we were with finishing the truck. Um, some people joke that I threw altered metal to debut my own truck. <laughs> it, it just, <laughs> It just kind of fell like that, and I mean, it's it, it it came down to the wire. Like I didn't even get to test drive the truck from being put back together until I left the shop to go set up for the first altered metal ever. So um, that was a pretty cool drive by myself, a four, forty-five minute cruise from having just put my truck back together and going to my first truck show of my own.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. And just back on August 20th, street trucks had shared one of the photos from the F 100 builders guide. Uh, what's the feeling that you get whenever, you know, the truck is like, literally, you know, we often hear the term skating, right? Cause you're, you're so close to the ground. What's that feeling? Mm-hmm. Like when you're cruising, whether it's a Friday night, you're getting out of work or you're just going on the damn cruise to clear your mind, that thing's hammered on the ground and you're just cruising. It's gotta be a great feeling.
1: It is. It is. There's, there's nothing else that really can clear your mind like that. And it's a good feeling. And um, I I don't know. Going to, like, little cruise-ins or at the big shows, it's the kids. The kids that want to see it are, are not sure about it. I, I like to give them the chance. I hop on, hop into the driver's seat, and I show them the switches, and I, I, I let them, you know, have fun with it. And they're, just the look on their face, I think that's probably what is the most exciting for that's me. That's cool. You know, cruising it's cool. I don't have a radio though, so I just hear a lot of wind noise <laughs> but, but
0: <laughs> see there's a fun yes. tidbit I mean I mean most people <laughs> i mean we'd be we'd go crazy, I'd go crazy without a music. I'd have to have the, like the iPhone jammed up to my ear like listening to something <laughs> but, i can't i've
1: tried I've tried the Bluetooth speaker, and I can't hear that either but um, but you that doesn't stop me. I'll get on the interstate and I'll go so
0: yeah, and, um, and I don't because, you know there there is that feeling of like. For anybody, if you've got a driver or something like what you've got to be able to get in there, and especially like if you're having a rough day or you know you've got things on your mind, you know maybe a loved one you've lost, and you just go cruise and in your solo in the vehicle, whether it's a convertible or it's a truck like what you've got, which is amazing, it really does just help to like kind of clear your mind even without the music. So I can't argue with that at all, Kim.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a peaceful drive.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Before we move on from the topic of the F-100, was there anything else you wanted to maybe share about it or any, you know, I know, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot as far as shout outs because, I mean, you know, that that could be like a million of them. But, you know, you kind of mentioned (laughs) a little bit of the inspiration earlier to, hey, don't sell it. But is there anything else you wanted to maybe share about it before we moved on?
1: I don't think so. Cool. I don't think. Cool, cool.
0: (laughs) So... What I get really excited about is seeing like when people have new projects, especially like if you complete something and you're kind of like, man, I'm so excited. I want to work on something else, right? Because a lot of us are hands-on or we're fidgety and we're like, hey, we got to do something else, right? So not too long ago, Kim, I saw you kind of announced you're going to be working on something new and I don't want to share that with everyone. So why don't you kind of talk to folks about what you've kind of hinted about what's coming?
1: Yeah, so... That was, this is another vehicle that is my grandfather's, uh, one owner, my uncle has had sitting, stored in a barn for 20 plus years, something we've kind of always haggled him about. Can I have it? Can I have it? I was at LST 21. I had just unloaded the truck getting ready to drive in and my uncle called me and he said, come pick up the 64 in Palace. So I went and picked up the '64 Impala. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna start building. Um,
0: that's amazing. Like I said, it,
1: one owner. It was it was purchased brand new off the showroom floor about two months before my mother was born.
0: So, what are your big plans for it?
1: It's it's just gonna be a um, restoration at this point. Probably do lower it just a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but she would like to daily drive it. Um, I, I'm slowly trying to convince her on air ride, but at the same time, man, I don't know, I don't know right, that I right. could cut up an original frame like that, but in the, the car is in just such great condition right now. Um, so right now goal is, uh, restoration. Uh, we cool. were able to crank up that night after sitting in a barn for so long, uh, a little elbow grease and she, she cranked right up. So, um, uh, Pretty excited to see what what's going to come about. We're not really going to get started on it until the new year. Um, I have been slowly collecting parts already. There's there's two two parts that I needed to replace that are irreparable, and just gathering new new mechanical.
0: Things yeah, for definitely. It. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you go out to Kimberly's Instagram, as we mentioned, uh, Kim, just type in Kimbo. I'm sure it'll come up three one eight seven. If you're not following her, you could check out one of her recent posts where she shared it. I watch a lot of, uh, you know, kind of going to bed, I'll, I'll put on YouTube and I'll watch like Iowa Classic Cars and just different guys and, and ladies that are going around working on stuff. I love how, the, you know, there's a lot of videos like, can we get it to start, right? And and it's amazing to me that a, a truck or a car that has been sitting for so long, you know, you can put some elbow grease, you can, you know, inject some fuel in there and boom, you can get these things started up. It had to have been a good right. feeling, with the recent passing of Ernie Macias, you know, we had Steve Wilk on and he talked a lot about Ernie's car that, you know, they've been building and, and that he's been instrumental in. And, and then I saw your post and I kind of thought to myself, like, it's awesome to see something come back from, you know, kind of a barn fine condition and be able to mm-hmm. be brought back and, and just enjoyed uh, whether it's a full restoration or it's just a mild resto mod. Uh, so I, I know that you and your family just got to be super stoked about it.
1: Yeah. we, we are in fact after i got it out of the barn i made it a point to go ride in front of my grandparents for them both to see and my grandmother was just in tears i i she couldn't remember the last time she (laughs) laid the car, so we're pretty excited about that um they're really excited about it i mean it. You know, they. I think they're kind of worried that it might take a l- long, like the truck. But I, I, I assured them this wasn't the same case. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. You build those relationships, and you, and we all learn from you know those previous builds on kind of some of the things that we that worked for us, and then of course some of the things that are like, eh, we'll steer clear of that. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right. Lessons learned.
0: Oh yes, good way to sum it up. What do you okay. see the vision? I mean, obviously, I know not everything, but do you have? Do you guys have a color in mind? Or, you know, maybe single tone, two tone it? What are you guys thinking?
1: It's um, going to be the single tone, the original blue, navy, dark blue that yes. it was. Awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah it's good yeah. stuff. You can't go wrong with that. And, you know, it's funny because we, we recently had Joey on from the Majestics. You know, low riders and Impalas and are synonymous with the low riding culture. And I always mm-hmm. thought to myself, um, you know, EZE back, you know, in, in the 80s going into the 90s with hip hop and stuff, you know, and a lot of those guys, you know, that the, you know, rolling down the or cruising down the street of my six fo, And uh-huh. it's like, it's so synonymous with the automotive culture these days, you know, in California, they're low riding. But when you go on YouTube or you go to a car show and you see an Apollo, it's such a classic car. It doesn't matter if it's custom, full resto or a resto mod. They're just straight fire.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. They're beautiful cars. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, yeah. anything else you wanted to share about the Impala? I mean, are you looking to try to get some sponsors with it? Or are you just going to, like you said, kind of collect parts and kind of easily start grinding into it a little bit more as time goes on?
1: I would love sponsors. There you go, right? <laughs> I, don't
0: know
1: yeah. to, I don't know how to go about getting sponsors, but I would love sponsors. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are some things that I've kind of gone through my head, and I, you know, we've been taking our time looking at wheels. Um, I was fortunate enough to get my hands on some parts from a close friend. You know, that's that's the great thing about being in the scene. You you make connections with people that you just never know what the other person can help the other person with. Mm-hmm. Things just fall into place, and I I think that's I think that's what I I really enjoy about being in the in the scene. All of all of the great people that I know it's uh, the ones that are always willing to help lend a hand we, we all help each other out in some way or another. Yeah, definitely.
0: uh, I I couldn't agree with that more.
1: I've definitely, um, seen that even more with now that I have the Impala build getting started, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm slowly collecting parts, um, finding used parts, uh, you know, mechanical things where we, ha- we have our little list. We're ordering things as as we can and I have the other big ticket items, you know, like I said, that wheels that I would absolutely love a sponsor for, but if not, you know, we'll make it work. Um, it's no big deal. No, you know, I think it would be an honor. So anybody that wants to sponsor I'm here. <laughs>
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know, Airhead Nation, you know, if you've got some ideas and you know, reach out to Kim and And try to let's hook her up, you know, with something for this badass Impala of the family's building. So, um, before we talk about Altered Metal, which I think is an amazing name for a show, I wanted to kind of just sum up, you know, some of the stuff we talked about. How important do you think it is, you know, for the females to be involved, right? I think it's super important, but I kind of wanted to hear from you. You know, you kind of mentioned some of the inspiration that you've gotten. But um, you know, maybe there's someone out there that's inspired you, or maybe you look up to someone in the scene that's a female. But I mean, how important do you think it is for the females to be involved in this, like what we call the truck scene of ours? You know.
1: Yeah, you know, when like I said, whenever I started out, there was maybe one or two. Joni's the main one that her name comes to mind. Uh, like I said, she was the first female that I ever met that did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and my circle of friends have, have definitely grown. There's definitely more women involved and it's, it's, it's a great thing to see, you know, Sylvia with Girl Trucking, and she, she has been an amazing person, uh, and, and, an amazing friend. Um, not only just show promoter to show vendor, it, she's just really awesome to chat with, you know, we all, we all struggle in one way or the other, or we all succeed in one way or the other. And it's really good to have those friends, those girls, those the 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 women that understand and relate, you know, because it's a big deal to be a female in a man's world, and that's that's what this is ultimately. And it's not like you know, guys don't want to hear about all of our bitching and complaining. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: uh, you said it right. No, that's funny. Um, yeah, and and we we're trying to link up with you know Angie from Acro and even Sabra, right? Because you know I got a lot of respect for for both of them. Obviously, they've got yeah. you know, just a uh, a great, you know, foot in the scene, right, and and just full blown, kind of, you know, involved in the scene, so to speak. Uh, they've both got their own kind of angles and and you know and and the things that they do and 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 the shows and, and all the stuff that they go to, and I love seeing yeah. that. Um, you know, this past weekend there was, you know, Dave Shulman had all these ladies and they all got in crew cut and they took this big photo and, you know, shout out to the Mini Trucker, uh, you know, female association there's mm-hmm. there's so many ladies out there. And, and I think it's important over the years, you know, we've even seen like the national football league, you know, they market more to women because they know that women love this stuff, right. And they kind of have the buying power as well. And many of the households. And I just love being able to go to, um, you know, a show and see a lady that isn't just the wife of, of, of a dude that likes the stuff, you know, that's cool right. as well. But to me, it's just so vital uh, for there be the, for there to be diversity in the scene with women like
1: you Kim. Yes, absolutely. And um unfortunately I haven't I've never met Sabre but I, I I will be getting to shenanigans soon. Yeah. That is Angie is, you know, acrophobia with me one of my good friends, not just in the scene. That's that's my sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know Angie's sister, you know. And uh yeah, they all they all have She's come a long way with her build too. So, just to see the the, the female step up and you know, build ha- their builds, it, it's it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm I enjoy it.
0: No, no, no that's, no, that's great. And, you know, what's funny is, uh, you know, our buddy Hank over at Hammered Weekend, where, you know, he keeps saying that he's going to get invited to campfire shenanigans, but I've had to remind <laughs> him that, I mean, I don't know about the mannequins, but, I mean, you know, it, it is a female thing, and, and saber are very clear to me on that. <laughs> and so we always got to tell, you know, yeah. Hammered Hank, got to pipe it down a little bit, man. Yeah, I'm
1: don't. i I'm not sure that they'll let Hank go, but uh, he can try. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He,
0: he'll be in the, with the binoculars and we'll be like, Hank, dude, that's not approved kind of shit we do, you know. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> we're, not,
1: we're not the
0: we're not the um, we're not the patriots here spying on other teams, you know. Plays, you know what I'm saying? So, but in, in all seriousness, yeah, to me, there's there's a lot of great females out there, and I think that's the cool thing. Whether it's a magazine feature, like you've had a couple of those, um, you know, we've talked to our, our great friends Rich and Beth, right, and we've been able to, you know, kind of reinforce through their interview that like. For instance, Beth Waterman, you know, she created All Time Low Magazine, one of our favorite magazines, and great partners with um, with us at OLP. And, uh, you know, and then Angel Dooley, as you mentioned, you know, um, or as we talked about, with her being a photographer in the scene, shooting for a national publication, right, and and Michelle Boone, and there's just so many ladies out there. And to me, sometimes if you just stop, and as I'm kind of thinking of some of these names, including yourself, Kim, I go, wow, you know, what a great contribution that they help to make up the scene that is just so great that we all love.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely forming talents and uh, bringing different forms of talents together into the scene. Um, it's not just about, you know, a welder or a painter. They all have their different hands, their unique, special talents. Yes, yeah. Really.
0: Yeah, a great way to say it. And it's a perfect segue, Kimberly, because, you know, we talk about shows, right? And we see, you know, oftentimes most, you know, a lot of guys there at shows over the years. And then you kind of go, well, okay, well, what about a show? Like how many ladies have maybe put on their own show or been a partner in a key show? And that brings us mm-hmm. to the show that you help, um, you know, basically put on. It's it's you and, and we could talk about it. But the name of the show to me is awesome. So why don't you just talk to us a little bit about Altered Metal and how it came about?
1: Yeah, um so Altered metal it, it it wasn't born on a on the idea of you know let's be a female that puts on a show um Carrie and I have known each other for years as we spoke with you know uh, DJ Mays when he, yeah when he was here for the show. Carrie and I had worked on a few shows before and we knew we worked well together we knew what each other's goal was. In putting a show and what we wanted moving forward we had a location in mind like i said there used to be a show there it was a great facility for the show and he just he called me up one day and said let's do it so here we are and altered metal was carrie's idea for the the show name and here we are we're working on our third years already and um that that alone blows my mind we, we essentially had two two shows within one year because of the whole COVID postponement and stuff. And here we, third year, I'm already, I'm looking at, I just got the new flyers, the updated flyers last week. And I'm looking at it. it. It's crazy to me. But, uh, yeah, Altered Metal Car, Truck, and Bike Show presented by My World Fabrication. It's hosted by the Rolling Good Company, March 25th through the 27th, 2022, in rain at the Frog Festival Pavilion. Uh pavilion spots are the the pavilions where most of the action takes place, but there's so much more to the show grounds, you know, show field, there's, there's camping, there's RV spots available. We do gear our show to be a family oriented show. Um, that was one thing when we started this as well, Carrie's young daughter was involved with us. She's still involved with us and his son and you know, she, she was, she's my little right hand man. And, um, we have we have sponsors that we have kids corner we have we have games for the kids we have vendors that host games for their kids as well. Um, last year we were able to do Easter Bunny. I'm not quite sure what we're going to do this year since it's not as close to Easter. But um, family friendly event. We do have a small nightlife that'll eventually grow. I didn't want to put too much on my plate with throwing a whole sure. show and a whole nighttime party. But you know, as the years pass, we'll we'll you know, grow certain things where we see we can do that. And um, it's a laid back show. No, no indoors. Like I said, it's just a pavilion, but it's, it's like your old school cruising just, you know, three days long. Heck yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now, Carrie is, um, which Carrie is that?
1: Sorry, it's Carrie the lot. And he uh, is the uh, owner of Killa Customs. He does a lot of bead rolling, panels, valve covers, he's out of Vachery, Louisiana.
0: Yeah, very cool cuz I just want to kind of people to know that that piece of it I and
1: heard a lot of No,
0: no, no, you're good and and that's the cool thing and what I would, you know, reinforce to anyone is that it's not easy to put on a show as you know, right Kim, and it's to me Mm-mm. it's amazing to see how many shows have kind of, you know, over the course of time have come back cuz we've lost shows, right? But for yourself and Carrie to be able to go, hey, we're going to put our necks on the line. We're going to do a show. We're going to bring people kind of to our neck of the woods and show them a good time. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very commendable. And, and, you know, I think people like yourself and Carrie, you know, need to be thanked more, right? Because just because a show's been around for 20 years plus doesn't mean that they're the only guys in town or ladies in town, right? And I love the fact that you both put your kind of the uh you know, the flag in the ground and you said hey we're gonna do the damn thing too with altered metal
1: pretty much that's what we did and un- un- unbeknownst to us we'd face things like covid or you know um we put our heads together and said let's do this and um it hasn't been an easy road it's we've we've been tossed mounds but we've climbed them too and we're just gonna keep pushing forward if anybody knows me <laughs> I'm a fire <fighter. laughs> I'm stubborn <laughs> so I'm gonna put <laughs> You know, it, it, somebody's going to tell me no, but I'm going to figure it out. Okay. (laughs) I love
0: it. I love it. I love the tenacity that you have. And let's say somebody out there, they're listening to this and they go, wow, you know, March 25th through the 27th next year in Louisiana, I think you said it's rainy is how you spell it. R-A-Y-N-E, right. Is how you say it. Let's say somebody goes, wow, I want to come out to it. Uh, I want to be a sponsor. I want to help. I want to contribute. How would they get a hold of you or what are some of the platforms that you guys are on advertising your show? Like as far as Facebook and all that?
1: Pre registration to attend the show is open online. It's altered metal show dot square dot site. But you can find that website on our Facebook page or Instagram, Altered Metal Show, both on both platforms. You can send us messages on both of those platforms right there. Sponsorships are closed at this time, but I do still have vendor spaces available. RV spots, you just pull up to it at on on the date of the show, pull into RV spot, and they'll take care of you. You don't have to uh, pre-register for that at all. It's right outside the showgrounds. You can see it's, it's literally across the street. It's just outside of the, the showgrounds fence. I'm, I actually just received the hotel information, so I'll be posting that soon. Hotels will go pretty fast in this little town, but yeah, the both both handles on Facebook and Instagram. It's Altered Metal Show. Give those pages a follow. I am constantly posting updates or just shout outs to sponsors or vendors or just little tidbits about what's going to happen at the show. Um, I believe we're getting ready to release the event um, shirt designs here pretty soon. But yeah, we're we're excited and looking forward to it.
0: No, I yeah, and I know that you guys are totally looking forward to it, and it's pretty cool. I just clicked a link in your Instagram bio. The site is set up very, very, very nicely. Uh, there's a lot more information. I'd imagine that some of the hotels will say the same, but you'll probably update some of the key information there. Uh, what I love about it is you kept it simple. You've got out outside pre-reg. It looks like it's thirty, and then Pavilion pre-reg limited spacing, of course, is around fifty bucks.
1: Right. Right. And the, the pavilion spaces are almost sold out. I think I looked at it today. I have like five pavilion spots left, which is great.
0: Yeah. So and, so and you think that the limited spacing of the pavilions, you know, it's probably like our friends over at Orange Beach Invasion where those key main drag spots are going to go pretty quick.
1: Oh, absolutely. This is this is where you're going to be. DJ Maze is going to be right in the middle of this pavilion, these pavilion spots. It's surrounded by the vendors and the food vendors. Corner is in the pavilion as well, and it's it has big giant fans. So the thing about South Louisiana, uh, last year the show the Friday it was warm, the Saturday it was cool, the Sunday we were all in big jackets. So you <laughs> you might all seasons at our show, but regardless, rain or shine, our show goes on.
0: I love it. We've added you to the official OLP show calendar. I would encourage folks if you go to our dot on the left side, you can click on official OLP show calendar. Once you land there, you do have to tap on where it says click here. You're going to receive a pop-up. Uh, you want to allow that calendar. It's just an iCal basically through um, um, you know Apple's ecosystem. And um, it makes it easy because I can look right here on my calendar and I go, okay, boom. I don't have to look on Instagram now. It's March 25th through the 27th of 2022, of course. And then we also add in there that it's at the Frog Festival Boulevard. Uh, so we've got the location, so you can tap right there. That will uh, basically point you right there with your maps. And then, of course, we've got the website in there. That's pretty cool. What are you most excited about as we transition from you know the end? You know, we're kind of getting down the fourth quarter of twenty twenty one, and as we move into twenty twenty two, you know, besides the Impala, we talked about. Obviously, the show is going to be big. But what are you excited about, kind of moving into the holiday season and then into twenty twenty two, Kim?
1: I look forward to wrapping up the show season. We have, I have two shows coming up, um, to end out my year. And from there, I plan on helping out. Uh, we have a project coming up at finer Paint and body works. Uh, it's a strictly winter project and. A, a debut early into 2022. Um, something that I get to be a part of. That's kind of what I'm looking for. I can't give in, information on that. not my place but it's just something it's it's known it's just not my place to give too much information about but i will be uh around the shop for that one so i look forward to that and um just kind of taking a little break uh this this was a busy show season this was my first full show season attending shows and running my own business so that's been a a learning uh learning time management and uh getting through that and it's been a successful
0: year good year so yeah well you've you've done great and you're an inspiration I mean to ladies everywhere I mean even the dudes right I mean I look at your truck and go man that's a sick truck you know so to me yeah no doubt and one of the reasons why we started the podcast is we want to highlight great people like you but it reinforces that hey you know like my favorite movie back to the future when he says man if you put your mind to it you can accomplish anything and you've you've proved that you know 13 plus year build Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. finishing that features, uh, you know, this Impala that, you know, you're going to have your hands in building, right? But some people could sit back and go, oh, it must be nice, but they don't know all the hard work and all the dedication. Like you said, you know, going Uh, from show to show, uh, figuring out the show flyers, getting all that lined up. Obviously COVID, the pandemic, you know, kind of struck a little bit with the show season as well. So, you know, we tip our cap to you, Kim, you know, you're an awesome female out there doing the damn thing you're proving over and over again that yes, it can be done.
1: Yes. I appreciate that. It, I, I look up to so many people and just to hear that someone looks up to me, it, it um, it gives me the chills. <laughs> like, Good. you know, I just do this because this is what I want to do. You know, I, I build what I built, I built what I wanted to build. So to hear that other people love the truck or love the show or just anything that I have my hands in, it's, It's amazing.
0: Hell yeah! Well, I mean, I'm gonna throw it on. out there right now. If my buddy Brian from Grinder TV, if he's listening, Brian, you got to do a damn feature on this truck cruising, man. If you haven't already, I mean, it's so sick. I love to see the photos, you know, when it's rolling, and I'm glad Street Trucks recently shared one of those as well. Um, so I just think it's awesome. You know, it just brings a, it brings a, a kind of teary eye to me to know that you know you can get out there, you can hustle, you can live your dream, you can have a damn show, you can do whatever you want, and oh by the way. You know, let's not forget your region of the country, it seems like gets battered by hurricanes all the time, right? And these bad storms and you guys have been able to work through all of that and, and persevere through it and, and, and still do the damn thing. And then boom, you're already on to the next one. So like I said, you know, much, much love and respect to you guys for what you do.
1: I appreciate it. And um, thank, thank you for even just letting, giving me this opportunity today to sit and talk with you.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, I would encourage everyone. She mentioned DJ Mays earlier, one of our our good homies. um, If you get an opportunity, uh, he can DJ your event. uh, Kim will tell you. But you can also go out on Twitch and download it. It's a free app, and you can follow DJ Mays Radio. And uh, he does various sets uh, per week. And I do know that um, I believe – I don't want to share too much. I think he's been a little bit ill. And uh, we wish him um, all the best and kind of getting back on his feet. Yes. So – But Kim, it's been so awesome sitting down with you. Um, Again, uh, Altered Metal. And then, of course, uh, Kimbo. Just type that in Instagram. It's going to pop up. If you're not following her, give her a follow. Uh, Shout out to you, Carrie, and all the folks in that region that uh, continue to persevere through the storms and uh, obviously make it to so many shows. Uh, We wish you all the luck with the Impala. We'd love to get some updates in the future. So feel free. Just tap us on the shoulder when you're ready to come back on. And uh, that includes the show. So early next year. Uh, when the time's right, if you got some key updates, let's get you back on and, and make you a key partner here with OLP. We appreciate you.
1: For sure, thank you.
0: Stay on the rise, Kim, and come off the top ropes if you ever need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got you.